Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1. Authorities have apprehended a suspect in connection with the tragic shooting of a well-known individual in North Miami Beach earlier this year, just a week prior to his scheduled wedding. According to jail records, the suspect was arrested by the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office on Wednesday, May 17th. He now faces multiple charges, including first-degree murder, armed robbery, armed carjacking, and possession of a weapon as a convicted felon, as indicated by the records. Officials from the North Miami Beach Police have confirmed that the arrest is linked to the fatal shooting of Hershey Schwartz, who was discovered deceased with gunshot wounds inside his vehicle in the parking lot of a Wendy's restaurant on 25 Northeast 167th Street on February 19th. During a news conference, the authorities stated that the incident stemmed from a botched carjacking. The arrest of the suspect was made possible through fingerprint and ballistic evidence that connected him to the crime scene. Schwartz, originally from New York, had been a resident of South Florida for approximately 12 years. He was eagerly anticipating his upcoming marriage, set to take place just a week, a week after his untimely death. Hershey Schwartz was an esteemed member of the Orthodox Jewish community in North Miami Beach and an active participant in the charitable organization Chesed Shalemis, which provides assistance to those in need. He was remembered as someone who brought joy to others with his vibrant personality and colorful attire. The suspect had previously served a three-year sentence for firearm possession as a convicted felon and is currently being held without bond. Number 2 Israel's government is laying a new tax fund proposal that would take a percentage of wealthier cities' earnings on commercial entities and use the money to encourage poorer cities to build more housing. The cost of living crisis is the main focus, but the law has been met with criticism. Heralded as an incentive to both wealthy and poorer cities, each municipality is meant to receive a lump sum for each housing permit they issue. In theory, it's meant to overcome bureaucratic challenges on the side of construction and the lack of affordable homes for the buyers. Israeli Finance Minister Bezalel Smutrich attached the municipal tax fund to the annual budget bill. It was also meant to help statistically poorer communities such as the ultra-Orthodox and Arab sectors who have inadequate municipal services due to their budget de deficits. However, critics of the plan have pinned the tax proposal on the dovetails of the judicial reform. They said it will further divide the country with claims that it punishes voters from areas that opposes the overhaul legislation. Mayors of wealthier municipalities have said they will not pay into the fund, which they say takes advantage of their strategic economic planning and infrastructure building. Opposition leader Yair Lapid has called the plan, quote, state-backed theft. Criticism also came in the form of strategic implementation, saying that housing built instead of commercial real estate would mean less new businesses and industrial areas in regions that are already considered poorer or peripheral. Quote, it will bring about the collapse of the local authorities. It is not our job to worry about budgetary resources to solve national crises, said the Federation of Local Authorities in Israel, representing roughly 200 municipalities. Number three. The Biden administration made an accounting error in assessing the value of the military support that the U.S. has given to Ukraine to date freeing up approximately $3 billion more in aid, an amount likely to mitigate the need for Congress to pass an additional assistance package before the end of the fiscal year in September. The error, which lawmakers and congressional staffers were briefed on Thursday, 
May 18th, triggered frustration from Republicans on the House Foreign Affairs and Armed Services Committees. They believe the mistake reduced the amount of U.S. support that went to Ukraine leading up to the counteroffensive. The revelation of a $3 billion accounting error discovered two months ago and only today shared with Congress is extremely problematic to say the least. These funds could have been used for extra supplies and weapons for the upcoming counteroffensive instead of rationing funds to last for the remainder of the fiscal year, wrote House Foreign Affairs Chairman Michael McCall and House Armed Services Chair Mike Rogers in a statement on Thursday, May 18th. Before this new information came to light, the Pentagon had said that there was just over $2.3 billion remaining available for presidential drawdown authority for Ukraine. Now, due to this revelation, there's about $5.3 billion still available, far more than even the largest single package provided to Ukraine. The briefing to the Hill comes after the White House said it is not currently planning to ask Congress for new Ukraine funding before the end of the fiscal year, which pit administration officials against some lawmakers and congressional staffers who are concerned that the funds could run out by midsummer. But now that there is more funding available, congressional sources said that they are less concerned about the immediate need for new funding packages for Ukraine. They believe it is likely that the newfound funding will carry the U.S. support to Ukraine through the end of the summer. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio and have a great day.